Welcome to the Sexy People Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Frigolette. I will be joined today with my co-host, Leanne, and our co-producer, Eric Anker. We're going to talk about his contribution to the podcast. It's formerly the Porn Stars of People Podcast. We're here as the Sexy People Podcast now to destigmatize sex positivity and talk about all the non-traditional relationships and try to explore that space for you, me, and everyone else. You can support us by liking, subscribing, listening to us all the places, checking out the YouTubes. Let us know what you want to hear from us. Let us know who you want us to talk to. PSAPpod at gmail.com. Give us your uh, feedback. We want to hear about it. Also, let us know what you would love to see and support in a Patreon. We're here for you. This new podcast starts now. Uh, Sexy Beal Podcast, Dan Frigolat. I'm here with uh, Levon Lux, and we're introducing our producer, Eric Anker. How are you? It's so good to be here. It's so nice to see your faces. It's so weird. We're still doing Zoom, but we're all in different parts of the country. Yeah. Well, no, that's the benefit of this whole thing. Uh, Thank you for being you've you've like cooled yourself up. You got like a cool haircut. You got cool. Was I was I uncool? Yeah. Sorry. 100 percent hot. Now I'm just cool. Yeah. Now you like this pirate (laughs) beard thing. I like it. I like what's going on. Yeah. This has been getting some good feedback. So it's 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 sticking around. Yeah. So. The whole the whole vibe of this year is to involve all of my favorite people on my on one of my favorite projects. That's that's where y'all come in. Um, Eric, quick background. Me and Eric drove cross country to Alaska in 2015 and um, 16. 14. <laughs> 24. <laughs> uh, and so and, and um and I learned so many things about the world through Eric. So I was I was at the the beginning stages of Slutty Dan, and Eric was at the middle stages of 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 Polly Open Eric. Is that yeah. fair? That'll work. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it's the- technically relationship anarchy, and so that allows us to avoid all the labels that might be associated with. But yeah, that's but you, that works. You, but no, but you fully had labels. You were a you were a total normie. So I what I was just. You can, I, was just I, dude, I, was, I was just a dude cheating and you were and you were fully in a I was a, a dude cheating, but just saying that I was doing it. So, yeah, well, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good. Which makes it kind of not cheating. Yeah, you were like you were like, hey, yeah, you were to be fair. You you were manipulating the rules of open and poly. To your benefit, possibly. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny that. I'm not yeah. gonna get defensive. So uh, everyone's benefit, though. No. Okay. No, because no, because the, the 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 well, let's 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 round it with what are the what are the ways to do it correctly. So at the time, I, uh, my contention, and I could be wrong, my contention was Eric was the the sole benefactor of the arrangement. Okay. Um, and and I was the eighty four percent benefactor of the arrangement. Fair. Fair. Okay. So what? Through all the things that we've learned, what is what it what is the takeaway? Oh God, um, of how to successfully be open poly, and then I think this this goes to everybody. Just radical authenticity and communication, and 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 consent, and understanding that in that in that framing, when it comes to consent, that the that to be dishonest is to take away consent. So honesty has a little bit higher stakes. Um, it's not about just being honest or not honest. It's that if you are not honest, you're actually taking away someone else's consent to be with you because you're giving them a dis, you're giving them a false representation. It's like being dishonest is really just subtle catfishing. Or 
you're in an open relationship and you're and you're cheating somehow well that could that could be a thing yeah I yeah. mean, there's a million ways that that could work. Yeah. Depends or on the rules of the of the relationship, I guess. Yeah, or you're poly and you're cheating because you're breaking the rules. Yeah, cheating is about breaking the rules. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. So, Leanne, you've been in, you've been on the, I don't want to say you've been on the Eric side, but you've been in a thing where it was open and you felt the other person was doing 84% of the work. Um, and then, so how did you feel in that environment when you knew you had a pass and you weren't even interested in doing it? And then how did, what was the blowback of someone else using it to a, their full advantage? I was in an open relationship and realized that I did not want to hook up with other people, with other guys. And he was hooking up with other girls while on tour and I was okay with it for a while. And then it was like, you know, strangers get to see you way more than I do. What the fuck are we doing? Right is just this is basically like being broken up it's not even being open anymore it's just silly you know so that yeah. and that if we were in the same state maybe that would have gone a lot differently right I, well actually and i had that kind of thing where i was in an open relationship with somebody who i had just met so we had no sexual history um and then we were yeah we were just we basically we were just talking about my hookups without we weren't having sex so it's kind of yeah it's that same it's like we're it's open like, but then the people in it have to be having sex also kind of for it to be working at all I yeah like leanne that's a primary couple and then it slowly in that in my opinion i feel like there should be a primary couple and then it slowly opens up it doesn't have to open up the same way at the same time but yeah. there should be a base point you know if you lose that base then what are you even you're just people hooking up with other people right and you're just talking about just an ongoing right. orgy with brunch breaks <laughs> yeah right. and then i'm like why am i even telling you why are you even telling me do we even owe this to each other anymore right right and i so that was the, the the main component of my open thing was that we were discussing everything like in full detail and so then when she finally hooked up with somebody and she had a bad experience she called me to end the whole the whole thing she was ending the regime and she wasn't she didn't she, we didn't discuss it she just called with the decision it's over and that for me was the violation of the relationship because our whole relationship was critically discuss all the things and then now that was not a component anymore so she had a bad experience and then she was just like, we're not open anymore. She had a bad experience because we led her to a bad experience. She was feeling the 86% of using Eric's thing, the 82% thing on my end. I was on tour. I was like, you know, and I had set up all these experiences for myself and she had no experiences. So we, I felt obligated to find the experiences for her, which led us both to a bad decision. It was terrible. It was a horrible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Self-awareness is a real big part of, being able to, I mean, in any relationship really, but like, especially when you're negotiating like these tricky territories of like intimacy essentially and what that means across the spectrum of different people. Like I, I have a connection right now that the person, you know, doesn't, doesn't really want to know all the other stuff I've got going on. Yeah. But has, we've been explicit about that. So, so it's not, yeah. You, well, so we've, we've, I think we, I feel like we've skipped a piece and it's my fault. You now are fully, um submitting to the poly lifestyle eric right more or less yeah can, can you give us an idea without without um i don't know uh yeah, violations sure. a, of I confidentiality a, i have a i have a, a co-parent and a baby yep and um we have a healthy thing 
family thing going on. Yeah. Um, I, we probably spend, you know, the majority of the week together. Um, and then I have other, just kind of a fluid thing going on. That, that other part of me is kind of trying to, is still really figuring stuff out because I also have never, a lot of my, like you, like you, Dan, like a lot of my closest connections are all over the, are all, my most intimate connections are spread out all over the country. They're nowhere near me. Right. So I have that factor plus the family factor, plus the desire for actual human people around me. So, and I'm not traveling like I used to. I used to, I used to, my, 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 uh, jobby job was a travel job. Uh, as a comedian, I was traveling all the time. So I was always on the road and now I'm in one place. And so that is a new, that's a new space for me. So I'm, I'm still really kind of learning, learning that, but I have a healthy orbit of, of friends and people around me. Here's a question then. Because we were all facilitating this thing with the travel part, which 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 actually removes some of the the drama, mm-hmm. because you don't have to shift things around. Like one of the actual problems you can have, and I had back when I was like single, single, I I had one on a podcast, and I and I told a story about one time where I was dating two or three girls, single guy, nobody, you know, I wasn't promising anybody anything, and I had to shuffle around and literally like. Someone was leaving while someone was trying to arrive. And and this podcast got me in so much trouble for like the next five relationships because you could find this podcast and girls were like, Dan's gross. Um, <laughs> so for you being now where you are and me like in New York and Leanne, if you get involved in a poly thing, is it possible to take on like a slew of people in the same city or do you think that's actually a, uh, a hindrance? I was I was a I was a, almost a satellite member of a pod where I had one person who was like a very close long term intimate connection who was who was pod polypodding up sort of during the pandemic, and then I was visiting. Yeah, and it seemed like this. It seemed like I was an auxiliary member of this pod, but it was it was a lot of people who were brand new to the concept of it, and so it it kind of imploded. It didn't really last long enough for it to be my thing but that that would have been i'm almost you know i'm glad things are the way they are because that would have been intense as far as more connections that are not anywhere near me maintaining intimacy over distance uh as i'm sure leanne can talk about with the relationship she was mentioning earlier is work and so um you know it's it's easy to connect with someone when you come back to your place and you see each other and you just spend the day being around each other. You don't have to, not every moment has to be filled with like some sort of intense communication or right. you don't have to, or any communication really. It's just your, your bodies are communicating. Um, when you're limited to just, you know, long distance, it can get intense. So yeah, I almost became a poly member. I don't, yeah. Bringing, bringing in a bunch of people, everything is like, everything is like walking into the ocean when you can't see the bottom and you're like, is there going to be a sharp shell here? <laughs> no. Okay. Is there going to be like a barnacle here? Uh, ow, that hurts. So I'm going to back up. Yeah. Well, that's or every relationship. Person, no, so I'm going to back up. So it's really just, it's, it's one half an inch at a time. Yeah. Figuring it out. Probably more of a mind feel, I guess. Yeah. But that, I feel like that's every, but I feel like that's every relationship because you're still trying to find boundaries and do these things. And the thing that I find about Traditional people is there's so much less communication and the, the 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 non-traditional people, there's this element where we actually get to build a thing. We go, which things do you want to put in our 
this is Eric's phrase, chowder. So we, we're gonna make a chowder. Which things do you want to put in the chowder? Uh, <laughs> we're gonna make a soup. Which so which things do we want to add to this? What do you value? What do you not value? So on. Um, and I think that's all relationships should be doing that. Um, so maybe yeah, Polly it's, thing it's allows a constant... you to access that stuff better. And that that's always changing as well. It's a constant. How many times do we get what we want, and then all of a sudden we want something new, or you know, one that's just one example of how our desires can sort of change um, over time. So that's why the communication and the self awareness thing is like, crush, baby, crush. So is it safe to say that none of us here really believe in monogamy? I think that's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm fully. I don't believe in it. Yeah. Well. Leanne, yes. can we talk about your situation for a second? Yeah, I'm in a relationship with one person. And um, and I actually did mention this week that like I don't believe in monogamy. I just don't um I just don't believe that anyone truly wants to be with only one person forever. Yeah. I just so for me, this is the thing I really want to hone in for us is is does monogamy mean the forever piece? Um and fidelity means the sex piece? This is the thing I'm trying to sort out. Um, or, is, or is monogamy literally the... Hang I on. guess it depends on what where you are relationship-wise in your life. Like, I do think about forever things Yeah. at this point. You know, so, I could see myself getting married. I could see myself having a kid. I still don't picture full monogamy. Right. You know, I think sometimes there's another person in play or... Right. Something. I don't know what it is going to be in this relationship right now. It's still too new. I feel like right now we're building the base and then we'll see through conversation where this could go. So if the three of us fancy ourselves experts in anything, we are sort of we're, we we have a responsibility now to sort of walk our partners into what should be a more healthy, non-traditional relationship. Um that feels like where we're all at, actually. We're all, and, and so the question is, if we're being honest with ourselves, are we the worst? Are we just <laughs> making other people do what we want? Or that's a great that's a great question. I when so you said that we that we that we're that we are experts in anything, I had a I had an impulse to be like, no, I feel like I'm in the middle of the Amazon jungle with like a flashlight. Right. Someone's like, so what do you think about all this? And I'm like, well, when I look over here, there's fucking bees. And when I look <laughs> over here, there's piranhas. So yeah. I, I, I'm trying to stay on the path of least pain. Yeah. And I'll report back when I get back. But no, that's a great question because the yeah. thing about that's a great question because if we bring somebody into, if we bring somebody that it's really, this could be mapped onto any sort of um, situation where, somebody is exposed to something new and then that new thing becomes the only option. So like right. bringing, if we bring someone new into our lives and we're doing this thing and they're not used to this and they're, they're coming from a more traditional background in order to stay with us and in our intimate life, they have to sort of get down with it. Otherwise right. it's going to constantly cause this like tension. That's just not sustainable over time. This is the one so thing I wonder I will... about the, the ethics of, of that is, yeah. is like, if somebody is, if somebody, you know, I don't, I, I don't think it's fair for me to be somebody's, whether it's my intention or my sort of lack of um, observation or it's their intention. I don't want to be somebody's foray into relationship right. anarchy or non-traditional right. dating. Well, I, I don't want to be there. 
Unless, you know, I could, but. But also, I would yeah. say you, uh, for the for the three of us, I would say you are the most. How do I want to phrase this? You've set yourself up in multiple times with multiple people to be like, well, these are the terms, sort of. Like, uh, this is the guy. Um, and I'm fine. This is, what I do. this is who I am. I'm fine if you don't want to be involved. And then totally they're like, fine. oh, shit. Um, and so then they sort of flex to your thing. You're probably the best at this version of the thing, I think, of the three of us. Yeah. And you just go, this I is the guy. And then they got to They got to decide what's that. I'm in the middle of the Amazon. If you want to hang out, you're going to have to like trudge through the, the trees and stuff to get to me. But that's fair. If, you wanna, if you can get to me, I will take care of you. Yeah. All right. So then let me just do a quick one because I because I know this is this is the abridged episode because uh, of all the tech problems and all the things. Eric's goal in 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 my head is he's he's a guy who always knows what the terminology is supposed to be. We'll be talking and I'll like say something about homeless people. And he'll be like, no, 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 we're, we're saying houseless now. And he's a uh, he's a mediator for. Uh, for the government and he's a critical empathy professor and he just um his job from the onset was like hey uh you're asking this person a thing and their body language is telling you to stop asking them <laughs> and so eric is is in my ear a lot of times being like hey cool it uh they don't want you to tell a joke right now do something else um and then for me uh levon lux is just i i'm i fear that I'm gonna say this and then it's real. I think she's just female me. And the balance of 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 having a and being born as a woman and having a vagina and having mostly my brain um gives a whole other perspective. Um also sometimes drastic like mine, but then coming from completely from the other side. So yeah. it's, okay, I, so now does does Leanne and I get it? Do we get a chance to describe yes. you? Yes. <laughs> Here. <laughs> Okay, okay. Dan is like male me, but like insane. <laughs> He's not fucking normal. <laughs> You're like what my the chatterbox in my brain wants to do, but knows not to. Dan is your Let me add to that. No, here's why. No, here's why. And here's why. When you give you a penis and testosterone, this is the mess that comes out of it. I, I can believe this it. Is why men are terrible. Look, I can believe it. I look. I was at this hey, wedding. Last night. Yeah, I was at this wedding last night, and I kid you not, at least twice, I was like, "What would Dan do? Don't do that. Don't do yes. that." Yes, yes. <laughs> this is how I give advice. They go, they go, "What should I do?" And I go, "Here's what I would do, but here's what you should do." Right, right. But I felt that. I felt that. I was like, so "Man, funny. I could really do some damage here," but like, I'm not going to. But like, if I was male me, I would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Eric, is that fair? If you if you add a penis to a good person, there's there's some there's some mix up in the in the in the thing. I think if you add a penis to a good person, you just get a man, <laughs> which is which is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the the fact that men are so terrible, Eric, is why you're so successful. That is not not true. Yeah, yeah, no, I I I I. Uh... Yeah, I'll let I'll just let that one sit. So, yeah, that's not that that's not not it's true. It's like it's like for you guys, you get into these moments, and I think the blood rushes to your dick, and that's what becomes your brain. I don't feel like that happens to me. I don't feel like the blood from my head rushes to my vagina and it starts thinking for. I don't feel like that. Yeah, no, the blood rushes to I my like ego. I want to do, but I'm not going to do it because 
no. The blood rushes to my fragile male ego, and I go, nothing bad's going to happen to me. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So then, Eric, what's your Dan synopsis? Oh, Dan synopsis. Oh, my gosh. Dan is... Dan is like somebody... Dan wants to connect and Dan has a lot of empathy, but Dan really believes that the way that he gets to all the most beautiful things in life is the best way to get there and getting him to understand when, when a gift or an offering that he's making is either not being perceived by somebody else or is making them uncomfortable letting him know that is that's what I'm doing behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a hard time. Dan, Dan is a Dan is a giant squishy heart that you're going to hang out with him and you are and, and, and you're going to sit right here while he loves you. Like that's that's what I would say. Yeah, I, so I, to respond to some of that, I don't have a hard time understanding. No, which makes me impossible. And then this is the other one. I, this you're is the thing. You're complicated. Yeah, I just want what I want, and I don't think anybody should be able to deny me. <laughs> I can't handle that. And then, and then I have this other. Th- I have this other energy of like when I walk in a room, people are like, "Oh, this guy's gonna be a problem." And then I have to deal with that at all times. And yeah, back to that story of Dan and I being on the road for so long. When I took him, we went all the way to Anchorage, which is where I'm from, and he was accused by the other comedians there of stealing money from our own show to do cocaine. Oh, I don't and remember this. I didn't know this happened. Did you protect me from this? Oh, you didn't know about this? I had no idea. What? Oh, God, yeah, this definitely happened. Yeah, people were coming up and saying, like, they thought you were high on cocaine all the time because you're you. When so, people like, find out I don't do cocaine, do yeah, that. people ask me where to get cocaine all the time. When they find I don't co- do cocaine, they're like, oh, never offer him cocaine. If that's him yeah. regular... <laughs> Please, we don't want to see what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, you're That's a lot, incredible. but it, it's all coming from a good from a from a good space, and you're 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 a real real sweetheart, and uh, I love you. Okay, sure. great, it's good stuff. Well, you guys are uh, the, 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 in Eric speak. You guys are my swirl. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are my like confidants. Shit goes down. And I'm calling one of you two to be like, what do I do now? And then you guys got to make sure I don't do Dan shit. Yeah. Usually when we have those talks, it's a list of things to not do. Don't do that's, Dan That's shit. the bulk of the. First, it's like me laughing at you in yeah. the situation that you get yourself into. And then it's like me trying to woman-splain yeah. what the fuck is going yeah. on. And then sometimes I think I'm so wrong and then I call you guys and then and then you're like, oh, that bitch crazy. And I'm like, great. And and that non-gendered bitch, just to be clear. I only refer to women as bitches. That's that's Fair. just one of my hard rules. <laughs> I call all my friends bitches and hoes. So I know. I just want to be. I'm, yeah. Well, wait, what was the thing that happened to you? You, uh, uh, Leanne, this is one of my favorite things I've been telling people forever um, since it happened. You, you got a phone. You got a phone call. You were about to start. You were about to pick a fight. And uh, which which time? The um, the, the 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 Instagram story. What was the what was the lead in? It was like, girl, I'm about to go Petty Pablo on this. Uh, was the thing. I texted Joey and I was like, 
bitch. I'm a <laughs> petty Pablo on this motherfucker. I was I am not a petty person by nature, yeah. but if you just push that button a few too many times. Wait, is, is Petty Pablo a person? No, or Petty Pablo is a Petty Pablo was a rapper. Is a rap, I don't know. Petty, oh, Petey, Petey, pa- Petey. I know Petey Pablo, right. but I want to let's. Can we make Petty Pablo a yes. thing that yes. we're being when we're being so Petty? There was like a thread online at some point where people like just change words around to go with Petty. Yeah, and so my friends and I will just do that back and forth, like when we're getting to that. Oh, you'll point. always make a new Petty character. Yeah, the, there's yeah. a bunch of like Petty characters to pick. I'm trying to think of another one. It's great. I'm trying not to say anything about Tom Petty, and it's really. Yeah. Yeah really yes. bothering me Tom Petty, i'm so right? sorry well that's that's one to one yeah yeah that's too easy well this is the team this is what you guys have to look forward to um we're gonna try to do some things here's some here's a promise i'm gonna make to the viewers um if we have somebody on who's bullshit we are going to as a team um call this person out i think i think we've been coddling the the people on the podcast for a long time uh, partly because the show was me and another person so i can't just tell a person and when it's me and them that they suck uh but if someone sucks we want you to um, be able to feel that, and and we want to be able to acknowledge that, and I want and we want you to take the ride with and us. And if we suck, let us know. Fine, also fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. like we yeah. got to know. We yeah. got to know. By the way, totally. I love the comments where they talk shit on me. I don't know why I like it. the The greatest comment for this podcast ever was uh, Dan just tells his sad high school stories, which I think is fantastic. It's like my favorite <laughs> thing. Um, if I could put that as like my IMDb review for this spot, like that, I would. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put that in my bio. Uh, it's my favorite thing. Um, but this is the team. Uh, get a look, get a, get a handle. Um, we appreciate you guys for being listeners and all the things we're still asking advice. If there's something that you want us to do, uh, as a Patreon thing, I think we're going to do this, uh, this after show sort of, uh, regrouping what happened in an episode with this team right here. And I want you guys to be on board for that as the listeners, uh, but give us some feedback. Let us know what you feel about all the things. We want to hear, um, Eric. How do we uh, how do we find you and and uh, and 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 pick your? Oh, thanks. Um, I am posting infrequently at critical empathy at on Instagram, and you can find me there. I don't post frequently right now, but I will probably more in the future. And everything that's there right now is still dope shit. So go check it out. Great, Leanne. You're trying to build uh, an OnlyFans. You know, well, not that you're, I mean, you have an OnlyFans, but we always want more people. So you're, you're pumping the OnlyFans. You've all of a sudden come to this new BG content world. That's for yeah. the people. How else do we find you? Your money at OnlyFans. Leave on Lux. Give me all of your money. Give me money for no reason. Venmo yeah. me. Great. I posted, uh, I posted, I posted, uh, I, I posted a, uh, a cum shot video. Uh, go get that shit. Um, I posted two other videos. I'm seeing if anybody wants my stuff. If, so far, it's three people. And I know exactly who they are. Um, we could have skipped OnlyFans commission on the thing. Um, <laughs> Promoted on Twitter. But uh, but check those things out. But this is the team. This is the Sexy People Podcast. Um, thanks, everybody, for being uh, a listener. And please keep coming back. Bye. Bye.